Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hey, it's Alex, and today I have a little story for you about when I wanted to get into yoga here in Valencia, Spain. So I was calling all these yoga places, and every single person I talked to was somewhat helpful, spoke decent English, however, they didn't know sales, and they weren't even good at order taking, just like writing my name down and making an appointment. Instead, in the worst case, they just like gave me a price and said like, okay, we'll see you around, and in the best case, they pitched me, they gave me a bunch of uh, features and almost never benefits, just like a bunch of features, and then said like, oh, come over, you know, like that. And that's what they think is sales. Now here's, that's, you know, if you're in yoga and you wanna go to Valencia, probably you can make a lot of money because this is the competition here. Here's what I would do if I was doing yoga sales. First, I would check if the person has a need for your freaking yoga classes. And if they don't have a need for your classes, what do they have a need in? Like, why do you, why are you looking for yoga classes right now? Why exactly do you want to do the yoga classes? What does it mean to you? For me, I wanted to go to yoga classes to meet girls, okay? I'm not in yoga classes to do the fucking uh, yoga thing, right? I don't care about yoga. I just wanted to go to meet girls. Let's be honest here. When guys go to yoga classes, for girls. So... They wouldn't, you know, I, I'm not going to tell them that, you know, if I tell them that's going to be super awkward, but she's been doing it for a while. She knows and she should ask and like, you know, kind of point out that there's some benefits to going to yoga classes, just like everyone in the whole world knows. So if she would just have done that, I would have signed up immediately, right? But we're just getting started. What else should she have done? So the next thing I would do is to ask if they have the money to pay for the yoga classes. Now, why would I ask if they have the money and how would I ask if they have the money? I wouldn't say, well, can you afford this? I would say we're running a premium yoga coaching class. That's what I would say. And the reason I would say that is to imply, yes, this costs money because some people are looking for freebies or they're looking to stand outside the yoga class and be creepy or you know whatever it is people are looking for when they're not looking to pay. Now, I don't wanna deal with people who don't wanna pay and can't pay, so I, I just wanna just kinda not deal with that at all, and I would screen them for money. Another thing I would ask them is if they have the time, like, do you have time, are you gonna come? Because I don't wanna sell a bunch of yoga classes people are not gonna show up, screw that. I would rather work with people who actually implement because it's just better, you may, it make more money in the end, you're not gonna have people asking for refunds and stuff like that. Trust me, it just works much, much better. Although, there is, you know, there is a, you know, a good case to be made for just taking everyone's money. Most businesses run like that. So that's also a fair point, fair point, I know. But long-term, I'm almost focused on 20-year um, goals with business. So I'm always focused on creating long-term relationships. And you do that by being honest and ethical and moral. That's why I ask for time as well. So the next thing that I would talk about is urgency. I would install urgency into the offer. All good companies do that. All good companies who don't do that I don't know what they're doing, but it's kind of weird. So always install urgency. There's a limited amount of time where people can join. If you join in the next three days, you'll be on time to make use of a promotional period. And of course, if the promotional period is like forever, that's also fine. You know, that that's that's no big deal. <laughs> 
but there's always a sense of urgency that you need to install in the offer and that'll make you get a lot more sales. So the final thing that I would talk to them about is trust. I would install a sense of trust in the prospect because if they don't trust me, it doesn't matter how good my product or service is, they will never give me the credit card number. They will never give me the cash. They will never do what I need them to do to be able to run my business. And it will never get the value that I'm looking to offer them. And it all comes from all the stuff that I discussed before and not scamming them and being honest and ethical. They sense that and then they'll be more uh, eager to work with you and more eager to contribute to the conversation and have trust in you. So very powerful techniques, guys, implement in your sales calls. Most salespeople don't do this and it's mind boggling because anyone who doesn't use all of these parts is literally crazy. You're leaving a lot of money on the table a lot of freaking money, okay? Like you can double, if you're missing one of these parts, you can double your sales conversion rate, uh, in my opinion, without even looking at your funnel, you could probably double your conversion rate by installing one of these missing pieces into your sales funnel. All right, so I wanna hear in the questions, uh, in the comments below, do you have any questions? Does this content resonate with you? All right, this was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it i'll see you next time if you'd like to find out more about me visit vitkin.net that's v-i-t-k-i-n.net thank you for listening to the show and see you next time